When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interviewing top sports personalities from around the nation in order to provide you next-level insight and analysis into your Cleveland Browns. Blue Wire Hustle proudly presents All Eyes on Cleveland. And now, here is your host, Brad Ward. Welcome into another edition of All Eyes on Cleveland. I am your host, Brad Ward. I want to wish everybody out there a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy today with your family and friends and close ones and hope that everybody uh, enjoys this time uh, of thanks. So I want to start with that. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show, All Eyes on Cleveland, um, at uh, whatever podcast uh, outlet you're listening, whether it be Apple, Spotify, or some other one. Make sure you subscribe so you can get all of our shows as soon as they come out. Want to dive into our Thanksgiving special here today. It won't be a long one, but want to touch base here before we get into some football this weekend as there are three games on the slate tomorrow uh, on Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, as you will get uh, Buffalo and Detroit, and you will get um, the Giants and uh, the Cowboys and Vikings and Patriots, I believe that's right, uh, tomorrow. So um, enjoy those, or today, excuse me, enjoy those ones um, as you are around family and friends. Uh, Some news today from Kevin Stefanski is he weirdly announced that Perion Winfrey is in concussion protocol. There had been uh, a bit of speculation that he was in trouble of some sorts, but I guess now supposedly he's been in concussion protocol the whole time. I guess he was going to be out on the field at different levels. Also bad news uh, as far as um, cornerback Greg Newsom uh, is also still in concussion protocol, which is not good news um, for the Browns. But uh, so I would probably lean towards him not playing this weekend. So you're going to get um, Denzel, Emerson, and some combination of Green and uh, uh, some, pardon me, some combination of Green and Greedy Williams at corner. So that will be uh, something to keep your eye on. The Browns are going to get run on, run at this week. And I just had to write my weekly prediction Um for uh, the OBR, and um, which go check out uh, the orange and brown report.com or the OBR.com, um, and uh, go check out uh, all of the articles there, as everybody does a fantastic job covering the team. But um, I think that Joe Woods has to be, I don't think he can save his job. Let's just start with this. Let's preface this topic with I don't think that Joe Woods should be able to save his job but he has to be in desperation mode right and this team is just getting gashed in the run game week after week on teams that are notorious for passing the ball the dolphins the bills teams that normally will make themselves one-dimensional uh 
they are running all over the Browns, and this is a huge problem. So you look at Tampa Bay, and you, they ran the ball heavily against Seattle last week after uh, I believe they're second in the league in pass attempts. So they want to throw the ball a lot, or they have thrown the ball a lot, or just haven't been able to run with much success this year. Their offensive line does struggle against pressure um, and uh, has been struggling in the run game. Uh, Rashad White will get the load here as it looks like um, their uh, Lenny Fournette uh, is going to miss or not take many of the carries at least this week it sounds like it's going to be white most of the time against the browns who ran well against the uh, seahawks last week so uh, i see probably and most can probably predict this as well as they will look at the browns tape and say shit we gotta run the ball against this team i mean look at this look at the size of these holes right and as most teams will however once again like they did successfully to the Bengals, who are similar to these other teams in that you can make them one-dimensional if you can just deter them a little bit. I would think that Joe Woods would at least have prepared a different attack to stop the run. You have to try something different at this point. Whatever you're doing is not working. So sticking to whatever plan or adjustments that they've tried so far has not worked. It's time to make some sort of a scheme change. Uh, I don't know if that is a five-man bear front, which I have been kind of waiting to see with maybe like one linebacker, like the 5-1 penny looks that will stop the run for a lot of teams. Um, I think you could do that against this Tampa team. Um, with uh, the way that they don't have a ton of speed on the outsides. They've got good wide receivers, but they're big physical guys. Um, so I think you could play some off ball on the corner and, and squat on that stuff. I don't think they're going to throw the ball out in deep very often. Um, I think they're going to want to get it out quick in three-step drops, the same, similar to what Josh Allen did against the Browns in the past game. So as far as playing up for the run, I think you can do that. And I would almost, I would be shocked if he doesn't try something different. But like this 5-1 penny that you're seeing around the NFL now, it's a trend a little bit. Maybe you get that defense from Joe Woods uh, this week. It would make some sense to deter the run early. Because I think once uh, they start passing the ball, they will generally go to being one-dimensional, and that's what the Browns have to force, in my opinion. I actually think I picked the Browns to win this game, 28-24, and the reasons why are this. They have not played a home game yet this month. The last time they played home was in October. Um, I think that they will play with some desperation, which you heard in the voice of David and Joku and some other players this week who don't want to be counted out yet. Uh, so I think you get a desperate team, a desperate defense, and I think you get a good performance out of them this week, better than you have. I don't think, I mean, this Tampa Bay team, although they're playing better, lost to the Steelers, lost to some other teams that they had no business losing to this year. Um, I don't think that they are a powerhouse. They're getting better, but I think this is a winnable game, especially at home this week um and a desperate team can sometimes be excellent and the browns have to come out with that level of desperation of just get this one win and then give it over to 
uh, Deshaun Watson and just let the chips fall where they may. Um, but I think that that is key. And I think that if they can look at this like Jacoby's last stand, maybe that's a repa- repa- uh, pardon me, a rallying point for this team to rally around Jacoby Brissett. The guy has been fantastic, right? Jacoby has been played better than we any of us ever could have expected. I feel silly for ever suggesting, um, you know, that they go out and get Jimmy Caroppolo because although Jimmy has been good lately. I mean, you could not have asked for more from Jacoby. I wish, I honestly wish that they could have him back as their long-term backup because I like him as a leader, a person, and he's somebody likable on this team. On a time right now where, folks, let's be honest with each other, this team isn't very likable, right? Nick Chubb is likable, but quiet. Cooper's likable, but quiet. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I like a lot. Brissett, I like a lot. But, like, the guys on the defense, the John Johnsons, the Delpits of the world, those guys kind of rub you the wrong way right now. And they just, this team as a whole hasn't shown enough heart or edge or identity. Once again, I've talked about that a lot this year. They haven't shown enough identity for you to really get behind. And there's nothing lovable about this team, right? It's just, there's not. And... Uh, that's part of the problem, I think. Like, you know, fans are so mad, but it's also like, I mean, who who am I rallying around here, right? Like, the guys that are likable are just quiet, nice guys. You need more edge, which is why I've wrote at times that I wish going forward you get more Martin Emerson types or Martin Emerson mindset on this defense of, if you watched him last week, he plays through the whistle. Right, I'm not asking guys to be dirty, but he plays through the whistle. He plays every down as if it's a challenge. He's in guys' face. He's talking. He's playing hard every play. Um, and you just don't get that from all the guys on this defense. So maybe they change it up, and that's what I'm hoping for. I'm kind of banking on the fact that I think Joe will do something different or something desperate in his scheme to try to deter the run because I think at this point, point it's very clear that you're most talented on the back end so if you can force a team you may have to take a guy out of coverage right to deter the run and and rely on your back end guys more I just think that's where we're at Uh, I, I don't think you can continue to sit with the same base or the same nickel looks um or whatever you're putting up there to stop the run you know, four three, four two with a safety, whatever it is, uh, four one with two safeties, whatever you want to put up there to stop the run is not working. They're running through wide open holes. Line uh, linemen are getting to the second level and destroying people. Um, everybody's getting boxed out of plays. Uh, anytime somebody rushes upfield, uh, they they just run right to that side. It, they're just having so much trouble even stopping the run in the slightest. And a lot of that comes from the defensive tackles, which we pounded to death, right? We know they misjudged this NFL year as a whole. They expected high-flying AFC football. That's not what we've got. We've gotten, as a whole in the NFL, low-scoring, lower-scoring games, better defense, more running the ball, and it has beat the crap out of this defense that was not engineered to really stop the run, but yet invite the run and stop the pass. Well, 
we talked about this. If you're going to invite the run, you got to be able to stop it at five yards, 10 yards, five yards, 10 yards, and enough to deter people from running all day on you to your de- detriment. And they haven't been able to do that. That's the problem. They've invited the run to their detriment. That's not how they engineered this. They engineered this thinking, hey, if teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins and uh, the the Buccaneers or uh, the Bengals, right, high-powered offenses, passing offenses, we'll, we'll, we'll invite them to run. And if they're running the ball, analytics show us that's better than them throwing on us. Well, guess what? You are inviting the run has been to your detriment, and that is the miscalculation here. Um, you know, Jake Burns, on, who is on our show uh, every week, uh, was talking about the Browns have spent three top 75 picks on front or uh, defensive line players since 2018. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Um, and one of those was Larry Ogunjobi. One was uh, in 18. One was um, a defensive end. What's his name? Who's no longer with us. It doesn't matter. But the point is, they haven't invested anything in this area of the team, right? Um, so, here we are. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So at this point, though, the miscalculation has not worked, but you do know that your best talent is on the back end. So bring somebody out of coverage, do something different, put five-man fronts up there, whatever you need to do to deter the run and hope that your back end can hold up. I know they've had busted coverages. I know at times they have hurt us, but generally as a whole you're t- much more talented on the back end you're much more equipped to handle the stressors of a of a, a, a offense on the back end if they're going to stress you somewhere let them stress you on the back end with passing plays then up front where you just don't have the, the manpower to stop them Sounds like Taki Taki will play middle linebacker again, according to Stefanski today, which he said he was uh, assignment sound. Um, and his, I, I thought he, I thought he was okay. You know, I like Taki Taki. He's had a good year. Um, he's shown to be more valuable than just a Sam linebacker um, to this team. And we'll see where the part of this uh, last seven games is going to be evaluation on that kind of stuff, right? Like Taki Taki, like, what do we want to do with him going forward? Who do we want to be a part of this defense going forward? Um, I think winning this game gives you some false sense of hope that, and I talked about this and wrote about this, that I don't have any illusions of this team making the playoffs, okay? But 
winning this game at least gives Deshaun's first and second game back, if he can win the first one back against Houston Wright um, and second one back, the illusion of, hey, just got to go on a run here with our superstar quarterback. And uh, that illusion will bring more value to those games than if you're just like they're out of it completely, right? And so you've got to win this one to even give yourself that mathematical illusion that um, this team has a chance to make the playoffs, which we know they don't really. It's not a, a real thing, but it can at least hope is a powerful thing. Right. And like Njoku talked about, we have seven games left. Like, you know, don't count us out. We're fighters. Okay. That mentality is fantastic. And I want to hear, you know, that's how everybody should feel. But you can't feel that way if you lose this game at all. If they can take on that approach and that mindset, play with desperation, get a win, stay mathematically in it um, with an, uh, the idea that, hey, let's see where Deshaun takes us. You should be able to get a win his first week against the Texans just by running the ball and easing him back into the offense. Then you won two in a row. You're running him out there again. He's knocked some rust off, and you see what happens in your last five games. But none of that is even possible. Or that mindset that, hey, this game does matter. We still can go on a run, which I think makes his play and the evaluation period more valuable to the front office and the staff and the players and us as fans, frankly. But you have to do that by winning this week. I mean, you had to get one of these three, right? To even give that illusion of it mattering. So um, that's why I think you'll get a desperate team this week. And they'll be at home. And the crowd will be fantastic. And uh, it's not a game that you shouldn't win. This is a beatable Buccaneers team, in my opinion. Um, I think this team is... Not as good as both of the Browns' last two opponents. Um, so we will see where it goes from there, uh, obviously. And and as I've talked about, I think you'll get maybe a different approach from Joe Woods. You have to be at the point of desperation at this point. So um, put the stress on the back end. Uh, as speaking of back-end evaluations, you'll get some of that down the stretch here. But I don't think... In my opinion, there's any way that John Johnson is back next year. You're going to see, I, I put out, go check out my article, the top defensive coordinator, uh, coordinators available, candidates available at the OBR. Um, listen, there's a lot of names out there, and it doesn't matter who you pick, in my opinion, uh, as long as you, you know, they should be back-channeling that information now. I'm sure they are. Um, deciding on what philosophy, what guy you want to go with, and then the personnel decisions will come based on that, right? Like some guys aren't going to fit anymore. Some guys you don't want to be a part of this anymore, frankly. Uh, John Johnson is one. He has been disappointing from the get. I wanted him here. It's time for him to go, right? Like you've seen him on plays business decisions speaking out like he's leader but he doesn't play like a leader folks um yeah it's tough and this is just what this team's come down to 
they don't make enough winning plays, right? This team just doesn't make enough winning plays. Uh, we talked about, you know, Harrison Bryant um, has a touchdown to make the game 23-17 last week, and he drifts to the back of the end zone and takes a weird leap where somehow his body lands on the ground before his other foot does. Just stuff like that, right? Like, I don't know why he's drifting to the back of the end zone so quickly. He's open. You know, give yourself room to go up and make a normal catch and put your feet down. It's not, that's just body control of a pass catcher at this high of a level that should happen. Like, there's no way really to make an excuse for that kind of stuff. He drops one earlier in the game, right? Uh, Pharaoh Brown drops one on a perfectly thrown ball um, from Jacoby Brissett. So, hopefully they can rally around the fact that this is Jacoby's last home game, his last scheduled start for this season, um, and maybe that's a, a point that everybody can get behind winning one for uh, Jacoby, sort of. Uh, so that's what we have to look forward to this weekend. Listen, I hope everybody out there enjoys your wonderful, wonderful uh, Thanksgiving meal. Uh, I have the Browns winning this week, so uh, look for a team to go out and play desperate um, and uh, look for, I think, this offense. They're playing a good defense. Listen, the defense for um, the Bucks that I think is seventh in the NFL, so seven-ranked uh, defense. I, I don't When this offense is clicking properly, when they are getting some room in the run game and even when not like last week at the beginning of the game like they're still finding ways to find guys open and move the ball up and down the field uh we had i think that cooper and donovan peoples jones is a great one to punch going forward and i think there's some promise there with david bell and maybe even mike woods so uh this wide receiver room has turned out to be much better than I thought they would be or they haven't had to get as far into their depth as I was concerned that they would need to. So I think that because of that, Cooper, DPJ have been able to profile nicely as your guys moving forward. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been great uh, and more uh, volume. And Joku has, has lived up to the contract for the time that he's been in there um, and is a definite weapon going forward. So if you say, hey, the Browns offense, you know, not just this week, but going into next season with Sean Watson, you've got Chubb. Cooper, Peoples-Jones, and Joku, you should have a decent offensive line. They've got some decisions to make there, especially now with Pochick going out with the injury. I think Nick Harris's name comes back into play. Uh, it depends on how much Pochick uh, wants in a contract extension. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, PFF had uh, a um, article this week on contract extensions. Um, you've got Froholt. Uh, out now uh, for um, the next couple weeks. 
probably the rest of the year. So uh, they brought this man, Sky, in who used to play center for Watson. So there should be some level of uh, connection there um, and some, um, you know, experience there snapping to him. And that should maybe lead him to starting from now on. I don't know. It's hard to say uh, what they're going to do there. Um, but I think that's probably what they're going to do is make him the starter there at least until Froholt can get back. Uh, I think Froholt is a part of this offensive line going forward somewhere, probably not at center. I think Nick Harris's name comes back in the equation, and, and all that depends on what Pochick uh, demands in free agency. There are, let's see here, let's see if I can find it before we get off the air. There was a article this week in uh, Pro Football Focus about uh, potential extensions, and one of the guys um, that they profiled was Pochick, and it was a three-year, uh, let me see if I can find it, it somewhere. Uh, it was a three-year deal. I think like seventeen million seven point five guaranteed. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Here it is. I I don't know. I, Nick Harris's injury. I don't know how that plays out over a long period of time. Like, is he so hurt that they're worried about his future? I don't think so. Right. Like. He spent all offseason in the building making his body bigger and becoming what, you know, you think he could potentially be. I thought he was going to do a really nice job as their center this year. Uh, all the time he spent with Bill Callahan, all the reps he took, all that stuff, right? Uh, so, you know, it's it's interesting uh, what will happen there. Um, so, as but as far as... Uh, uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's three years, $7.25 million, 5.75 per year with 7.75 of that guaranteed for Ethan Pochick. Uh, that's PFF's contract projection. Um, if he were to stay with the Browns as their center. So it's either that or Harris. I think him missing these last weeks actually makes Harris, um, you bring him back his name comes back into the fold as a definite possible opportunity uh, moving forward. So um, that's where I'm at with that. Interesting note here, last week uh, the Browns fell to the fifth-ranked uh, offensive line in the NFL. Um, Pro Holt did not play well. Um, and then uh, Wyatt Teller uh, earned his lowest PFF grade of the season at 42.6 and allowed three pressures. Interesting. Obviously, the injury is still affecting him because he is normally excellent, um, and it will be interesting to see uh, how he comes along at the end of this year, Part once again, part of this evaluation process. So, got to get your hopes up for this one. Play desperate. Play to win this one like it all that matters, and then hand it over to Watson. Uh, evaluate what you have, decide what you want to move forward with, back channel your defensive coordinator looks, your special team coach uh, looks, and then build philosophy off of what you're going to move forward with there and build personnel around that philosophy. That seems to make the most sense from here um, and use this time to evaluate and uh, see what you got here uh, with your defense and uh, how you want to 
um, go with the offense with Watson, which I think a lot of the pieces parts are there. So it'll be about knocking the rust off, seeing what works best with him without showing too much as I do think Stefanski will keep a good majority of his core stuff that he wants to run with Watson off of tape until 2023 just my thoughts hey happy thanksgiving to everybody out there this has been another edition of all eyes on cleveland for mikey on the ones and twos i am brad ward keep coming back tell a friend hit subscribe have a great day we'll be back in a couple days enjoy your holiday we're out